Hey, listeners, don't forget that on March 15th, a.k.a. tomorrow, our spring drop is finally here. You do not want to miss out. So be sure to check out HuntLiftEat.com and HuntLiftEat Official on IG for all the goods. we got some sick new hats coming in, some turkey season shirts that I'm pumped about specifically, um, and a bunch of other stuff. So check it out. Don't miss out. As always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. We'll talk to you. Hey, y'all. I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt Lift Eat podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years, and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses, and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator, and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithkc.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt Lifty Podcast. I'm Carter McKenzie with an awesome bearded crew here tonight. We got uh, the one and only Perry Eisner. He's back. What's up, man? He's back. Back with the beard, man. Glad to be here. I, my, unfortunately, <laughs> my beard takes a back seat to one of our other guests tonight, but uh, I'm, I'm good with it because, damn, that's a hell of a beard. <laughs> that's right, man. Jumping back on from uh, the great state of Oklahoma, David Stark. What's going on, brother? Oh, man, just happy to be here, you know, as always. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Always good to see your smiling face. <laughs> and my, my, uh, my brother... My brother from Canada, Ryan McKenna. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, Carter. How's it going, buddy? Good, dude. Glad to have you guys on here. Um, we're talking kids. We're talking children. Um, David, you got a pile of kids. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Perry, you got a couple kids. And uh, Ryan, you got a pile of kids too, don't you? Yeah, I got five. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a pile. <laughs> David, you, what's race. your number? Me? What's your number? Yeah. Mine's five. Five. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Five. Yep. Perry, you got two, and I've got two as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so we're talking kids, um, and this has been a really cool conversation that I wasn't really privy to until recently, um, but it's obviously something that anybody passionate about the outdoors or apply it to lifting or cooking as well, if we're going to talk about all three pillars of HLE. Um, it's super applicable if you're going to be having kids or planning to have kids, uh, and you want them to share your passions. But today we're going to focus on tips to get your kids involved in the outdoors or in the hunting world. Um, yeah. So Perry, why don't you, why don't you kick us off me and give us a little background on how, how, how old are your kids and kind of what, what are you, what are you, uh, working through as far as the outdoors and your kids these days. Yeah, I'm, I'm a similar boat as you. I mean, my kids are, I, I would still consider them, you know, younger kids are a little older than yours. And, you know, I, I mean, I knew that I wanted to, to expose them to these things and, and, um, but you know, it's like, you know, how you do it. You don't want to, you don't want to shove it down their throat and you don't want to start too young. You don't want to wait too late. And so there's, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's going to be different for everybody. But the biggest thing that I've, that I've come to, to realize is it's just exposing them to the things that you're interested in. Um, and it doesn't have to be, 
like, Hey, you're going to go do this with daddy today. It's just like, Hey, let you, you know, let them see what, what dad's doing. Let them see what mom's doing. Um, for me, that's, that's been the biggest thing is just let them be exposed to that. Whether it's, whether it's, um, hunting, whether it's any of the other recreational activities that you do, you know, I'm, man, I want to be outside every opportunity I can. And that's not always just during turkey season or during deer season or, you know, you know, wetting a line. It's, it's whatever. It can be cutting firewood on the family farm, um, chores around the yard, uh, whatever. It's, it's, it's just that general exposure. And then, you know, a, a young child, they're not going to have it all figured out by four, by five, by seven, what it exactly is that they love to do. But by getting their feet wet and dabbling in all those different things that, that you're interested in, it'll help them figure it out. And that's what I've seen with, with my kids, um, whether it be, you know, hunting the other day we were, uh, we were processing some meat. I usually wait to the end of the season to grind on my venison. And, uh, so I, I got all the, all the, you know, grind out, got, got the grinder out. And, uh, my son had actually helped me cut up some of that. He's, he's seven now. He's the age where he can actually, you know, with some supervision, <laughs> use a knife and so he had helped me cut up some of these these chunks to grind, and then I let him help me, you know, use the use the little masher and mash them in the grinder. We go ahead and get it all ground up. We cook it that night, and it's, it's like, dude, you were part of this whole process. He was he was with me when um, when I you know field dressed the deer. He helped me cut it up. He helped me grind it. He was there when I cooked it. I was like, dude, you were part of this whole process of this meal that we're eating. And for him, you know, he, he I saw that kind of light bulb go on. And it was just like, you know, that, that's, that's really all it takes is he was, he had that exposure all the way through. He knows these are things I'm interested in. And, um, you know, it doesn't mean you have to do it every single time you go afield, but just that general exposure, show them the things that you love to do. And over time it's going to click and they're going to find their own path and their own passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's really good, man. And like, we all want that so, but like, we're all so eaten up with the passion of the outdoors. We like, that's all I want for, I, w- I want my daughters to share that passion and to enjoy it and love it as much as I do. And you like, you have to be careful not to covet it so badly that you are forcing it. Right. And like, and like making it the end all be all because one that could lead to extreme disappointment or two, it could turn your kid the other direction because it's almost like it's being forced, um, forced down their throat. So like that kind of inclusion, uh, period, that seems like a brilliant kind of tactic. And you got to think of the environment too, right? Like where you are in Georgia Carter in the wintertime that we don't have here in Canada, you're, you got beautiful weather all the time. And then you come up, to where your cottage is, which is right where my trailer is, right? And you get the exposure to the kids to that nice, comfortable outdoor by the water, the campfires in the summertime. Each one of my kids is comfortable around the fire, right? They help stack the wood, right? When we get the wood, they help stack it. Then they bring it over. We all sit around the fire when we're at the trailer every night to the point where maybe they might be a little too comfortable around the fire because they go to other people's fires where their kids aren't you know, super comfortable. And my kids are just like, I'm going to put another log in. And they're really comfortable with that. Right. But I'm okay with that because that gives them, you know, the freedom and the understanding that, Hey, yeah, this is something that's fun, but they're respectful about it at the same time too. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. 
What are you thinking, David? Man, I, you know, I'll, I'll go um, with what Perry was saying is, is, you know, once you're, once you've got them exposed and they've shown that interest um, and, you, and you're actually getting them, getting them out, you know, into the field or, or, you know, in the water with your, whatever the case may be um, is, is patience. And it's even patience, you know, while you're trying to get them, while you're trying to get them interested, right? Like my boy, uh, my oldest boy, um, you know, he, for a long time, he, he was afraid to shoot. And, uh, you know, my oldest daughter was just a couple of years younger and he is like fearless, like didn't give a shit. And so, you know, being patient with him and, and, and trying to find other ways to get him out because he still wanted to hunt. So we got him uh, a crossbow, you know, so he wouldn't shoot the rifle, but he would shoot a crossbow. So we got him in the field, got him some exposure. And then, you know, once you've got them out there, you know, m- you know, make it understood that, yeah, we're here and, you know, we're having fun. We're here to, to get some things done. But, yeah, if it gets cold, you have the option to, you know, if we need to go in, we need to go in. If we've been out here 30 minutes, if we've been out here an hour or whatever the case may be, because if you're just driving it into, you know, kids aren't going to accept anything that way. You know, um, that, that trial by fire for a, for a nine-year-old uh, or a 10-year-old or whatever, um, or if they start earlier than that, um, it's, it's not going to work for them. You know, you know, you're, you're trying to get them comfortable being there and, and for them to want to be there. And, and, you know, there, there are things that you can do, obviously that to, to help them through a lot of those moments. My daughter this year, one of the things, what I kind of did, it was kind of, is kind of manipulative, I guess, but, um, she pulled, she, she, she killed a, a little button buck this year, but, um, and she pulled a like a four and a half hour sit and about an hour or so before, you know, legal shooting light was, was over or gone. She was kind of ready to go and she was kind of making subtle hints to it, you know, and then, and she'd be like, you know, I think I'm ready to go when you are dad. And, you know, I just kind of kept, well, look, let's just sit here another 15, 20 minutes because, you know, it's prime time. So when they're going to be moving, you know, and, we sat there and, and I did that to her for like an hour and with 10 minutes of legal shooting light. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with 10 minutes of legal shooting light left and it, and it wasn't, it wasn't cold or nasty or anything. She was just, she, she hunts her, her ass off when she's out there. Like she's not picking at sticks or anything. Like she's, I mean, she's looking, she's digging and, and she sees shit before I do. And, uh, but 10 minutes left, uh, legal shooting light out walks, you know, her target and, you know, put him down and, and, you know, we got grub. So, um, but it's, you know, it's being patient, but also in, in, in understanding their, their wherewithal too. you know, I know that she has the fortitude to, to pull in another hour. It's just, you know, figuring out how to get it there and explaining it to her after the fact, you know, but again, give them that option. Don't make them sit in a blistering heat. Don't make them sit in a freezing ass cold if they're ready to go in let them go in you know just it is what it is as, as long as they're still having fun eventually they'll want to sit out there you know if they if they want to go in after an hour and then one pulls four hours and she sits for four hours and kills and the one that sat for an hour didn't kill anything then you also get that's that's a teachable moment too you know you gotta stay mm-hmm. your ass in the stand. so finding that 
finding that balance is critical. It's like you want to you want to push them and show them that you know, look, you you can do this, and but you also, yeah. like you said, you got to be mindful not to push them too hard and be patient with them. It's like yeah. I had that I had a very similar experience this year with my son squirrel hunting just just a couple of weeks ago. It was one of these cold cold days we had, and and he was like, and it was it got down, you know, it was in the teens. It started out in the teens that morning, and. And he was all bundled up and I was like, you know, you'll be fine. We'll be hiking through the woods looking for squirrels and I got you plenty of clothes. I was like, we'll be good. And, you know, he was at first he was a little bit cold and, and kind of second guessing whether or not this was a good idea. But then it's like as the day goes on and get some, you get some squirrels killed and, and it warms up and mm-hmm. he's going home telling his mom about how proud he is that he, you know, he, he was out there in the cold weather with daddy hunting. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, you just yeah, that you find that, that balance. And that's, once, you, you know, when they, they get that, taste of success or, or just the excitement if you're if you're out there and, and and you hear something or you see something that's not necessarily within your range like they understand oh okay this is what it takes you know so 100 percent. yeah the the respect is huge i find between each other right um i typically hunt with my daughter uh she turned 10 this year but she started when she was seven Right. Yep. And it was finding out what she was comfortable with and what she wasn't comfortable with. She's great in a deer stand. She'll sit there for four hours straight, not say a peep unless she's pointing out a deer. Um, but, you know, the the respect came when it was time to like because we feel dressed before we before we take it out. Right. So the first year she wanted nothing to do with that, you know, and then the second year she was willing to watch. And then even this year when we did. Uh, one of the deers, she was in there helping holding the legs open, right? I'm trying to get her comfortable because for me, it will be a super proud dad moment when like, she's like, get out of my way, dad, I got this, right? And she's going to get in and and get her hands in there and get dirty herself. Uh, But I wanted her to be comfortable. And then I did the, uh, the welfare check, right? First year out hunting, made sure she was good to go. She didn't have any nightmares or things like that. That was super important for me because this is yeah. with the five kids. This is mine and her time. And I wanted to make sure she's happy with mine and her time. Right. So if she has a bad experience, then that ruins that. And then we got to find something else, but she absolutely loves it. And she says, yeah. to me, you know, when am I old enough that I can hunt and I can do it on my own. Right. And we got stricter laws up here in Canada. So at 10, she's not able to be hunting yet. I got to wait till she's 12. And then, um, you know, but she's excited to get her first and her, for her first deer right so yeah yeah and it's and it's and it's fostering those opportunities and giving them some control over the process uh like mm-hmm. you said david like the ability like hey if you need to go in go in right it's like it's your choice yeah. um having having control some control over the situation i feel like would would lead to a more favorable outcome for everybody in in the end game yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, and it's <clears throat> with having multiple kids, you know, like I think I would like to think that um, it helps you become a, a better parent in a lot of respects too, because you've got to pay attention to what makes each one, each kid tick, right? Like one kid doesn't mind getting out there and, and pulling all day. One doesn't mind getting up early in the morning. One doesn't want to get up. One wants to be outdoors, doesn't want to hunt, doesn't want to fish or anything like that, but they love to be out there and explore and, and at least they're out there, 
You know what I mean? So understand that and, and foster those opportunities that they give you, you know, and then showing them that, you know, hey, they, they are listening, they are paying attention, and, and they are willing to, to put forth the effort. If I don't want to do this, they will do this, you know, and that's our time, like Ryan was saying, that's, that's our time. And the benefit of that is, like, that gives another generation because, you know, when my daughter's old enough and she's got her family, you know, you know, may, hopefully she marries a man that wants to hunt. But if not, she'll be strong enough to do it on her own and take her kids out and my grandkids out, right? Or maybe it'll be yeah. me, her, and the grandkids going out, you know, which would be a whole other great experience to be able to do, right? To, to foster those new relationships and carry on these traditions that we at Hunt, Lift, Eat take to heart, right? It's not just a slogan for us. This is... This is a way of life for all of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I took uh, I took my daughter fishing in our pond this this past weekend. She's two and a half. She'll be three in June, and uh, she caught like five fish. It was awesome. And I've been working really hard to stock this pond over the last couple of years so I could teach her how to fish in it. And uh, that finally got to happen this weekend, and that was awesome. She was just like so about it and so amped and she outfished my buddy john which was hilarious uh <laughs> and she, you know for a little bluegill and it was just the coolest thing in the world and uh you know i guess my kind of tip is get them get them their own gear right so like i bought her a little fishing pole and that's like it's her fishing pole right um yeah. and i yeah. found that has um brought up the conversation more often. Let's go fishing. Like, you know, dad, dad, let's go get my fishing pole. Where's my fishing pole. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Let's use your fishing pole. And, uh, it's this little like $10 Moana fishing pole from, from Walmart. And, uh, she hooked it like a two and a half pound smolly with it up in Canada this summer, which was hilarious. <laughs> let go of the, let go of it and went to the bottom of the drink and I had to dive down and go get it. But, uh, that's been cool. Um, and she, you know, she's only two and a half, but you, I can tell she feels like more part of the process because that's hers. Right. And she knows that's hers. And this is what we're going to use when we go fishing. Um, so I think that's kind of empowering from probably from a kid's point of view. And there's no hard and fast rules for any of this, right? Like you want to play the, you, you want the playbook to call it all right. Right. And, and, and to get to that end goal of whatever your end goal is. Um, yeah. And I'm sure I'll screw it up because I, yeah, exactly. Right. And like, I felt I could understand where my granddad was coming from when he would yell at me on the boat for screwing something up. Cause <laughs> she had, a, you know, just like real, 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 like, you know, hold your pole up and, you know, take the slack out of it. And I'm, I had to be like, Carter, she's two and a half. Like, Fucking relax guy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I sound like my grandfather yelling at me right now, but I get it, man. But. Yeah. Get them that's their own the, gear and enjoy it. That's, yeah. that's that, yeah. that's that patience David was talking about. And uh, dude, that's, that's hard, man. It's like, that's a, it's an intentional thing that you have to do. I think, it, you know, it, it's just normal to struggle with that kind of thing, but it's part yeah, of it. Absolutely. You know, it's, it, it comes from a couple of places, right? One is, is, uh, the desire for success, right? Um, 
but the, but the second is is you want them to understand what it feels like, right? When she pulls in a you know a two pound smolly or a you know a six ounce sunfish, whatever the case may be, you know both of those you know ideas um, that you've got going on at that moment. You know, you want it, you want it to happen. So you get amped up for yourself and for the kid and it's managing that in that moment. Like it's all about how you go about it in that moment. This, uh, this year I gave before the hunt, I, I had an extra pack, right? So I gave Haley her own pack. She got a pocket knife to go in her pack. She waited for her HLE hat to come in because she knew, you know, she was getting an HLE hat and that girl wears it. All year round now, right? But oh, yeah. with her hot seat for in the stand, right? Because it's November when we're hunting deer up here. So she had to hump her own kid in this year to the deer stand. It wasn't That's far. Awesome. She had to walk like 500 meters or whatever. But, yeah. you know, she she loves it. She knows where it is now downstairs. It's in the hunting bag. She's got her own pack with yeah. her own stuff. And she looks forward to yeah. it. So you kind of hit the yeah. nail on the head there, Carter. I didn't even think about that, you know. Giving them their own stuff makes them – feel more part of the team than they already are. Hell yeah. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. We did that with my middle daughter this year. You know, we went the, that trip that I posted up today that you were talking about earlier, Carter. Um, yeah. My middle daughter, you know, she, everybody, my, my oldest has waiters already, you know, and, and um, my boys got a set of waiters. And so that, you know, the middle girl, she was having to, switch out and borrow waiters and share waiters and so midway through the trip she's like hey bro you know can i get some waiters for christmas or what you know and so what she got. <laughs> she's got her own waiters and she doesn't you know uh she doesn't and she's not interested in fishing but man she loves and this is great for a, a, a dad that's fly fishing especially uh that or fishing in general but fly fishing you know guys are all about flipping rocks and finding bugs and and all of that kind of stuff and that's what she loves she dug out a helgramite about the size of my finger um and just cool shit like that you know and and so now she's i mean she's she's all in and she's got her own gear you know she wasn't concerned about fishing she just wants to be in the water and you know exploring and doing that shit and so definitely definitely getting them their own stuff's a big part of that that's awesome well, this has all been sweet, boys. We uh we need to schedule another one and do a full length one. Oh yeah, yeah plenty absolutely. more to plenty more to go over on this topic. FTK Perry oh, yeah. for the kids, for the kids, do it for, for the kids. kids. Hell yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, you guys got any closing thoughts for us before we jump off this one? Man, just get them out yeah, there. I mean, it's you just, know. Yeah, get them out there. Exactly. Yep. This this is you know this is this is part of it. This is, we all had, we all had mentors. We all had, you know, people showing, introducing us to these things and it becomes part of who you are. It becomes part of, you know, your, the actual fabric of your, of your lifestyle. And, and uh, that's why we're all sitting here tonight, you know, as part of this community. So figure out a way to, to introduce it to him. You're not going to get it all right. And that's fine, but um, they'll, they'll figure it out on their own and just get out there and, and get them started. Hell yeah. Make it Hell fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Oh man, just like I said, get them out there. You know, like you said, make it fun. I, I mean, I can't, I can't put it any better than that. That's as, it's as good as you can get. It's, you could sum up twenty minutes, two, three hours, 
in those two statements, right? Get them out there and make it fun. It's that simple. Absolutely. Sweet. I appreciate it, boys. Listeners, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. If you guys have kids or if you have questions about introducing kids to the outdoors or the fitness world, hit us up. Shoot us a message on uh, at the Hunt Lift Deep podcast on Instagram. Give us some topics to talk about next time we do a full-length one. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear. And as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. We'll talk to you next week.